The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much, maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Can't you see, I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from beloved body storyteller Jeffrey Allen Hayes. Thank you for being here. Normally, this is where I tell you what's going on in my life, but I just found out unexpectedly that a friend died, and I don't really have it in me to pretend. I'm not good at pretending, which is why storytelling is such a natural for me. But I've been bracing myself for my friend Miles' death. He's expected to be gone in the next month or two. And I got to see him in person when I was on my RV road trip back in December. I've been focusing a lot of attention on him. And I lost my friend Ellen about a month ago and just found out about another friend today. I don't think I'm even supposed to talk about their death yet. Not that you know them, but it's one of those, we just found out, don't tell anybody, don't post on social media. So I'm reeling. I can't really reach out to people to talk about it. And I keep thinking how strange it is since the pandemic that I don't know who's gone now. I mean, not just moved out of town. So many members of the team when I did the 15 year anniversary are like, no, we moved to Tacoma during the pandemic, or we're long gone. You know, I was surprised at how many businesses have closed down, and you weren't sure if they were long-term closed or whether they were just, we're just waiting it out closed. And so much of the San Francisco that I knew and love is gone. So many of the people who made it feel like home are gone. And to find that people are leaving the planet on top of it, it just feels like a lot this week. So... I'm going to keep this short. Thanks for listening. I'm glad you're still on the planet. I'd love to hear from you, whatever way you like to communicate. It's Dixie at BodyStorytelling.com. It means a lot to hear from the listeners. Podcasting is so different than live shows, and I'm so glad that I can reach so many people. This podcast is surprisingly popular because... (laughs) I don't really promote it. I'm terrible at that. I don't really promote it. I don't really do much with it, but we're easily in the top 1% of all podcasts and have a lot of listeners. And that feels good. That means that there's a large community that's grown beyond the city limits. And when I get to hear from you, it lets me know that that's true. So if you feel like it, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. If you make pleasure a priority in your life, your sexual health should also be top of mind. 
Knowing your STD status protects you and your partners, and now you can discreetly test at home with EverlyWell. EverlyWell at-home lab tests can give you more clarity, confidence, and well-being with their over 30 at-home lab tests. You get physician-reviewed results and personalized insights so you can take action on your health and wellness, all at an affordable and transparent cost. With so many testing options, you'll be able to choose the one that makes the most sense for you. EverlyWell has food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, and thyroid as just a few of their many options. And their STD test discreetly allows you to test for seven types of STDs, all from the privacy of your own home. I just completed one of their tests and I'm about to order my next one. I'm learning about my own health thanks to EverlyWell's convenience. Here's how it works. EverlyWell ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything you need for a simple sample collection. Using the prepaid shipping label, mail your test back to a certified lab. In just days, your physician-reviewed results and actionable insights are sent to your device. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide your next steps. And for listeners of the Body Storytelling Podcast, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash Dixie. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well with their at-home lab testing. So go to everlywell.com slash Dixie for 20% off your at-home lab test. Have you ever stepped inside a sex shop? It can be really overwhelming. And once there, you can spend hours browsing only to come home and realize you forgot that necessary ingredient for your romantic night. Like a Kitten makes it so much easier. They'll ship you a gift box with all your erotic essentials from vibrators and massage oils to robes and handcuffs. It's your one-stop shop for a perfect evening. This month, they're helping you choose your own adventure with their BYOB box, AKA the Build Your Own Box. You get to choose one item out of each of their six categories. Lube and cleansers, toys, beauty products, games, sexy accessories, and lingerie. And within each of those categories, you have eight or more products you can choose from. So you can really personalize it and create an experience that's customized to your specific desires. I love it when my Like a Kitten box comes in the mail. The packaging is really beautiful, and the latest box included a dual arousal cock ring, a robe, restraints, their high on love dark chocolate body paint, and a heart-shaped pink vibrator. And Like a Kitten is offering body storytelling listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash D-I-X-I-E or enter the code Dixie at checkout. Like a Kitten's mission is to help women own their power in all areas of life. A portion of all sales go to charities that focus on women's empowerment, education, and health, so you can feel good about feeling good. Act now to surprise your partner with the Like a Kitten Build Your Own Box. Just go to likeakitten.com slash Dixie or use the code D-I-X-I-E to get 20% off. There's a link in this episode's description. Well, I want to tell you about this week's storyteller. He is a beloved member of the body community. One of my favorite storytellers, because I kind of feel like he's a gay, much younger version of me. He's always gone out and chased the story. And sex was a way to make that story happen. He has a story for 
everything, as you'll hear from this introduction to him on stage. He's always been one of my heroes. He swoops in to save the day and has so many times. The surprising thing is, I've contacted him a number of times over the pandemic to say, when Body comes back, I really want you back on stage. And I talked to him this week to talk about putting this story on the podcast. And he said, I'm done. I just can't do getting on stage anymore. I love it. It feels so good when you're done, but it's nerve wracking and it's just too much. Public speaking isn't for me, which is so surprising because he looks so comfortable up there. But we talked about it for a while and I said, I would love for you to consider maybe doing a radio style story with me where we get together or you can record on your own recording device and give us a story so that we don't lose you. If you're not up for getting up in front of hundreds of people, at least keep us up on your life. Your stories are so beautiful. He's told me he's going to consider it. And if you'd like to help me convince Jeffrey Allen Hayes to keep telling us stories, send me an email, will you? Send me a voice memo. Tell Jeffrey what his stories have meant to you so that I can convince him to keep sharing his life with Body. The stories are just too good to lose. As you know, my email is dixieatbodystorytelling.com. If you send it to me, I will pass it on to him. He's someone we haven't had on stage in a long time. He's won best of body so many times and is somebody that I dearly love. The storyteller is Jeffrey Allen Hayes. This is the perviest Canadian you have ever come across. He is a storyteller who creates custom stories, not like makes up his stories, but if Let's say when you talk about sex, sometimes people fall out at the last minute. They get an attack of nerves. I can contact him and say, I got an open spot. And he says, what time is sound check? And he goes out and fucks somebody between the time I call. (laughs) And not just does it, but he crafts the story, makes it beautiful, makes it important. That's hard to do while you're fucking. He has a website which includes his stories. It is IamJeffreyHayes.com. And we love this man. Get up out of your chairs. Give it up for Jeffrey Allen Hayes. Hello. Hello. Uh, all righty. Is this, am I talking into the microphone effectively? Okay, I missed sound check because I was working at a gay sex club. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> and this is what happens when you don't attend rehearsal and you don't know what you're, okay, anyway. Hi, it's really good to see you all. Um, I can't actually see you, so I lied. I hope that's okay. But it's really nice to be here. Um, So in addition to working at a gay sex club, I also work at a senior center. Uh, I am hashtag living my best life. When I was younger, I used to work in a senior center in uh, suburban Midwestern Canada, uh, which is a lot different than working at a senior center in the Tenderloin. (laughs) 
Like a lot? Because, <laughs> uh, like, some of the things... Some of the things are the same. I still play bingo. I still play a lot of bingo. Um, but sometimes I play leather bingo. That was our Folsom Street Fair party. I work at a senior center that had a Folsom Street Fair party. I work in the LGBT programs department of my senior center. Yeah, it's rad. It is the raddest thing ever. Uh, and I work with all of these old, like, gay and lesbian and trans folks who have amazing stories and have done things that I didn't know was possible. Uh, and has really fueled a couple of my stories here. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's inspiring work and it's wonderful, but my clients have different wants and needs than the rest of the clients in the senior center, which is why we have leather bingo. And it's why we have events like uh, we did a tour of the armory and we've had uh, drag queens and porn stars come in to have talks with them. And every day I feel like I'm either going to get promoted or fired <laughs> because I'm listening to my clients and I'm giving them what they want. And sometimes I don't like, there's this every time for my review, it comes up and it's like, does the employee handle boundaries appropriately? And I'm like, I don't know, do I? Like, <laughs> and it always gets marked exceeds expectations and I'm just wondering what he's smoking, but you know what, it's cool. We're good. Um, and it's, it's really in this discomfort that I'm sitting, this, this pride and discomfort, when I'm in my office one day and I get this very timid knock at my door. And one of my clients, uh, we'll call him Humphrey, because that's a fun name. Uh, he, and of course I have to change names, confidentiality, but he's this, this tiny little dude. Uh, he looks like a skeleton, but like a happy skeleton. It's, it's, it's okay. Uh, with like thinning gray hair, and he's, he's like maybe this tall. And he comes in, and he's just kind of like wringing his hands nervously. And he says, I, I, I have a question for you. And I go, okay. Um, would you like to sit down? And he goes, no. And I go, okay. And he's like, I need to stand you when I, and he needs, I need to stand when I ask you this question. I was like, okay. What is your question? And he was like, is it true that you can get dick delivered on your phone? Now, part of me is thinking, well, that's a gross oversimplification. That's not really how the apps work. And then part of me is thinking, yes, yes, it is. We are joined in the room because as soon as he says that, I can feel the entire senior center kind of like paradogging. Like, people just kind of pop up like, oh? Dick delivered. <laughs> this is a conversation I want to be a part of. <laughs> so before I know it, I have five old gay men sitting in my office 
they have taken over the office. I share it with five other program assistants who are now not allowed in the room. We have closed the door. And it's just me with five other gay men. Uh, really fantastic people, really like strong personalities, uh, distinct looks. One of them, like you've, you've got Humphrey, uh, who looks like a, a happy skeleton. You've got uh, a, this guy who basically looks like a walrus. He has these like, uh, this mustache that basically, especially when I don't have my glasses on, it, it really does look like tusks. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then there's this one guy who I swear to God is like constantly auditioning for Hamlet because uh, he's always in full Shakespeare garb. Anyway, you get the picture. Very eclectic cast of characters. And they're all sitting and they're all crowding around me and I've got my phone out and I've got Grinder out. Um, now, if you're wondering, some of you are familiar with my stories and you might be wondering, why are you showing them Grinder? Isn't Scruff your 90% success rate app? And yes, it is. And that is why I'm not going to share it with them. That is mine, okay? <laughs> Exceeds expectations <laughs> on setting boundaries. <laughs> but I'm showing them how Grinder works and they have all these questions and they're like, why doesn't he have a shirt on? And I'm like, he doesn't really need to have a shirt on. And they're like, oh. And then there's this knock on the door, and the room stops. And the door opens, and it's my boss. And I'm looking at a half-naked man on my phone, and I'm sharing it with my clients. I'd fire me, like... I know what's gonna happen. Like, he's going to fire me, and I'm going to die. Like, that's just... And, yeah, my family's disappointed in me, and, yeah, that's, that's everything. It's awful. It's the end. And he, uh, he says, Jeffrey, I would like to speak to you in my office. And I'm like, okay. And we walk down the hall to his office, and he sits me down, and he's like, what were you doing? I was like, I was showing the seniors how to use Grindr. And he says, no, I get that part. <laughs> okay. He says, why aren't you doing this as one of your programs? See, my position was created uh, to meet a certain number of deliverables. We're supposed to uh, have a certain number of hours that we provide to seniors, specifically LGBT seniors, uh, to ensure that they feel less isolated. And so all of our seniors do an intake showing like how isolated they feel. They do like one of those fancy uh, you know, tests, surveys, what have you. Uh, and at the end of each program, they're supposed to fill it out to show if there's been an improvement. Um, and I'm in trouble not for showing seniors how to use Grindr, but for showing it without using the proper metrics um, so that we could see if they would feel less isolated after I've shown them how to use Grindr. 
So I'm not entirely sure what happens over the next few minutes because my stomach is still doing flip-flops and I just, I'm like, I'm not going to die? This is great. Uh, But the next thing I know, I am now teaching a five-class series (laughs) on how to use Grindr. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. This is fine. This is fine. This is good. This is, I can do this. Because it was so easy. I was just showing them on my phone. So I sit them down one day, and it's the first class. And I sit them down, and I, I have my phone out. And it's not easy. Because they have all of these questions that I did not anticipate. Like, what's a phone? What's a selfie? What's a GPS? Can I take a nap now? <laughs> you just got here. Not that I'm judging, I wanted to take a nap too, but like it's counterproductive to the process. It was a disaster. I felt like I I was overwhelmed, I wasn't ready, I didn't know what they needed to know, I wasn't prepared. I'm a Virgo, and if I'm not prepared, shit gets real. So, second class. I had a PowerPoint presentation. I had handouts. I had planned role play sessions. I had this whole exercise where they stood on opposite ends of the room and they read aloud the text that they were sending to each other. Um, and I had one of them go off of a script because I had one of them pretend to be a bot and I, so I had them try and figure out that it was, a, it, was, it was not a human on the other end. Um, and that was a really revealing test that taught me a lot about how people's brains work. Um, because one of them was like, no, he has to be real. I've seen his abs. And I'm like, first of all, that is not a good measure of someone's reality. And second of all, those abs are proof that he is not real. (laughs) My children, they have so much to learn. I really did feel like it was one of those movies, you know, like, like uh, Stand and Deliver or Freedom Riders or uh, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Where you have, you know, this class of underprivileged children and, like, you, you want to help them grow and learn and, like, they're, they're really picking it up slowly, but, like, after a period of time, like, they're learning things. They're learning the acronyms. They learn that FF stands for fist fucking. Um, they learn that WS stands for water sports. These aren't things that are new to them. Uh, they know them all too well, but... They didn't know the acronyms, they didn't know the lingo. They, they learned how to speak like fuckboys. I'm not sure if that was a good thing to teach them. But they now know that there are people in the world who at 2 a.m. will text you, you up. (laughs) I began to learn that I needed to teach them. I I remembered being uh, in driving school and being taught defensive driving. I taught them defensive grinder. Because what it got down to was like, these are 80 and 90 year old men. There are people out there who suck, who are going to prey on 80 and 90 year old men, but that shouldn't mean that they shouldn't be allowed to find people that they can have fun with and maybe, maybe fall in love with, right? Apps shouldn't just be for those of us in our 20s. Apps should be for everyone. Everyone should have a shot, right? And so I taught them how to look out for bots and how to deal with people who are dicks and it was great. 
and I felt really good. And then the fifth session, I came in, and there was a very different energy in the room. And I came in, and I was all like, I'm going to teach seniors how to use Grindr. I've got my PowerPoint. And the room was silent. And I kind of looked down, and uh, the, the Hamlet guy, the really dramatic one, he kind of stands up and he goes, Jeffrey, we've decided not to use Grindr anymore. <laughs> and I go, oh? And he's like, yes. There was a vote. It was unanimous. And I go, okay. Uh, should I continue to teach the class today? Like, what, what do we do? And he goes, why don't we just have a nice chat? And I'm like, that's not ominous at all. <laughs> but yeah, we just hung out. We shot the shit. I can do that with them. They're really comfortable people. We just talked for a bit. Um, and then at the end of it, I was supposed to hand out surveys to them to assess their isolation and leave the room. In our shooting the shit, what came out for them was, it was never about the app. Like they wanted to learn how to use the app, but like they didn't really want to deal with it. Like phones for a lot of them are just like, a phone should call people and that's it. And anything beyond that is a waste of my energy. And I get that. Like <laughs> we live in an era where it's an exhausting ordeal to just get out of bed in the morning. Because there's the minute you get up, everything is dinging and donging, and no thank you. And I get it. Like, if you want to choose that freedom, more, more power to you. But I had put so much effort into this, and I just realized, like, oh, shit, like, I, I didn't succeed. I failed. Like, they aren't going to use this app. Uh, a week later, I was called into my boss's office to go over the results. My grinder group of five seniors had the highest scores for sociability of the entire senior center. One of them wrote something really beautiful uh, saying that I learned that technology can be a tool in a way that I never realized. I learned that it can be a catalyst for connection. He didn't need the app, but he needed the experience of learning the app to remember why it was so important to him to meet up with those four guys every day. So I am presenting on that information in two weeks at the American Society on Aging. Me and my five seniors are the little perverts who could, and we are going to change the world and make a difference. Thank you.
Computer Boy by Poppy. I have a couple of things coming up this month for you, and I really would love to have you join me at one or both. My new workshop, How to Be Fascinating, Dixie's Secret System for Brilliant Storytelling, sold out hard when I first offered it a couple of months ago. In fact, I had two classes fill up fast. The next one is going to start on Sunday, March 27th. I had gotten requests from people in the UK and other countries to ask if I could offer it at a different time so that they could join too. So it'll be starting at 11 a.m. Pacific time on a Sunday. So that means it's not even that late on a Sunday for you if you're in another country, I hope. And there's a very limited number of spaces. So sign up now. I've also offered some new stuff. The first round, I gave them weekly surveys to say, what would you like to have in this class? They wanted office hours so that they could have help with custom coaching, so they could have one-on-one time with me to work on their story. They wanted a final performance. And so I've added all those things and extended the time by a half an hour for each class. So this one is new and improved, and I think you'll really like it. I'd love to work on a story with you. So sign up now. And the next Body Storytelling live show and live stream will be happening on Friday, March 25th. The theme is Fingers Crossed. I'm reviewing story pitches right now. I'll tell you soon who's in the lineup. And our musician for this one is going to be Katie Cookie. 
She's a brand new musician to our stage, has never appeared at Body before, but I did use one of her songs on the Ruby Rider episode about 10 episodes again. It was called Big Spoon, and you can hear her song slowly. Hopefully, she'll perform it on stage for us. So there you go. Links to sign up for the workshop or to buy tickets are in the show notes for this episode. They're also on our social media and at bodystorytelling.com. Well, it looks like live shows are back, which means our live streams are too. Want to watch Body's next live stream for free? If you sign up for Body's Patreon at the $10 a month level or higher before midnight on March 21st, you can get a free live stream ticket to our next live show, which happens on Friday, March 25th. Free live streams are just one of the ways that I can thank our Patreon supporters, the people who got me to the 15-year mark. I want you to join our community too. So I'm giving you a free live stream ticket for this upcoming live show if you join now. Wonder where the live stream replays live? Yep, they're all on Patreon. So not just this live stream, but the past live streams too. And remember, this offer is only available through March 21st. So go to patreon.com slash body. Patreon is where our online community lives. Way less restrictions on sex, kink, and gender conversations. Way more true stories. So go to patreon.com slash body now and become a member to get your free live stream ticket. Well, that's our time for this week. But before I go, can I ask you to subscribe, rate, or review, and review (laughs) this podcast? It means so much. I love reading your reviews, and it lets other people know that we're worth their time. If you love this podcast, let other people know so that they can discover it too. That's how we grow, and that's how we continue. And I want to say thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to David Grossoff, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, Donald Mooney, Joe Moore, and podcast producer Roman Den Houdeker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. This has been episode 217 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh,